Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded <laughs> live. This is Maria Lessitz and Jen Williams with Edna Nevert. Did I pronounce that correctly, Edna? It's Nivert, Nye like pie. Oh, sorry about that. Ed, Edna Nivert, and it is 225 February 25th, and it is 1148 a.m. Pacific time. And we're getting ready to do a wonderful astrological session, which is going to be blended with Law of Attraction Astrology for Edna today. So... Are you ready, Edna? We're going to start the session off with an MPA. You know that exercise. It's about really um, connecting with your, your higher self and getting grounded, which is definitely going to be part of this MPA. So are you ready to do a little exercise to ground you for this session? Yes. All right. So I'd like you to close your eyes. Take a nice, big, deep breath in. Let it out with a sigh. Take another big deep breath in. Release anything in that out breath that is not serving you. One more time. Breath in. And release it. And repeat after me. This feeling grounded and confident. This feeling grounded and confident. This energy of feeling grounded and confident. This energy of feeling grounded and confident. This pure energy of feeling grounded and confident and knowing who I am. This pure energy of feeling grounded and confident and knowing who I am is not personal. Is not personal. This pure energy of feeling grounded and confident and getting aligned with my true north. This this pure energy of feeling grounded and confident and getting aligned with my true north is not personal. Is not personal. This pure energy of feeling grounded and confident. This pure energy of feeling grounded and confident is not personal is not personal. And I am so willing to experience it right here, right now. I am so willing to experience it right here, right now. Take a nice big deep breath in and release everything that doesn't, it's not aligned with your true north. It's not aligned with who you are. It's not aligned with joy. Just release it all. And sit there for just a couple seconds and let whatever comes up, come up. Don't judge it. Just let it be. And when you're ready to speak, let me know. I'm ready. Awesome. What are you feeling right now? I'm excited. And excited? I'm positive about, I just am, um, I feel like it's going to help a lot. Excellent. All right. So I'm going to pass this off to Jen. She's going to explain everything to you in terms of what she did with your astrological reading. And then in between, if you have any questions or, you know, you don't understand something, of course, ask. And then if you feel like maybe even you have an inkling that you need a little coaching around something, you just let me know and I'll pop right in. Okay. Go ahead, Jen. Absolutely. Well, um, hello, Edna. Let me ask you a question. Do you know any astrology at all? You know, do you know any of the language or, you know, just sort of what you read in the paper? Kind of what just I read in the paper. I did get an astrology reading a few years ago, and I was so knocked away by it that I really, I, I, but I don't, I'm not, I'm not knowledgeable. I don't know what most right. of the stuff okay. means. Okay. Uh, that's, that's fine. It just gives me an idea of, you know, how to gauge my I language a little bit. It. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, you know, in looking at your chart and um, talking about, you know, knowing who you are and what you want to do in life, for example, that 
I mean, I can look at a chart and I can make guesses, I can make speculations, but that's often much much better in a dialogue with the client. But what I will do, what I do see is there is a great deal of um, strength and power and resilience in this chart. There's a lot of fire. Um, the, the Aries energy is very go-getting and very strong and very pioneering. And there's another element of pioneering in what's called your ascendant, which is your rising sign, the sign that was on the horizon when you were born, which is in the sign of Sagittarius, which is another fire sign. It's all about energy and forward motion. And it's also about uh, exploration. So you have these, these two very strong um, energies of kind of pioneering explore, exploration. It's sort of not for you to do things the way everybody else does them. You're out, you know, like the pioneers in the Old West in the wagon exploring, you know, unexplored territory. You know, that, that's sort of what you're here to do. And, you know, if you don't feel like that's been your life so far, it, you know, it's what you're developing into is this, you know, deeply exploratory, you know, even edgy kind of energy. You know, just to get out there and see what's out there before anybody else does. You know, and that includes the, the things in your own life, you know, like things you've never explored about yourself before. You know, but, but taking a sort of forward and upward look, you know, at, at what's going on. You know, it's it's hardly ever about, you know, mulling over the past or, you know, worrying about past mistakes. You know, there's, it's, you know, if that's something that you do, which I don't really see stuff in your chart that indicates that, it's time to leave that behind and, and start looking forward. So now the, the other uh, element in your chart that is so interesting is you have uh, your moon is in the sign of Taurus. And the moon loves to be in the sign of Taurus. And it's very grounded and, um, and very delicious. That is a very delicious moon. And it's in the fifth house, which is uh, all about children and creativity, which are often related. I'm and, sorry, can you stop for a second? What does that mean, the moon is delicious? Oh, well, it's, some people have a moon in a sign that's kind of complicated. You oh. know, like a, a sign that the moon is not all that comfortable in. Your moon is all about your emotions, you know, oh. and your inner self, your unconscious. Um, it's very mommy-oriented. The moon is about motherhood and children and women's stuff, you know, and femininity in general. So okay. your moon is in a sign that it really loves to be in. So <laughs> it's very, it's, it can give you a lot of strength, and it's in a, an earth sign, which is Taurus, which is very grounding. So you have this sort of emotional foundation, this kind of strong emotional foundation you know, where you can use as sort of the platform for all the exploratory energy, you know. So so it's a, nice, it's a good base, you know, okay. for sort of what you're here to do. Okay. Does that make sense? <clears throat> it does. Now, Jen, I okay, have a good. question for you. You said something yeah. about the fifth house and children and creativity. Yeah. So say a little bit right. more about what that means in terms of for Edna, you know, if, it, if it's in the fifth right. house. Right. Well, the, the fifth house means that the sector in your chart, it's divided up into 12 kind of spaces, uh, that has to do with mostly children creativity. It's also alehouses and taverns, but unless you're a bartender or you own a bar, we're not going to go there. <laughs> it's, it's Actually, I don't drink at recreation all. as well. <laughs> Me neither. So, <laughs> but, but when you have the moon in the sector of your chart that has to do with children, you know, and or creativity, you know, that, that, that's sort of like one of the things you're here to do has to do with motherhood, you know, hmm. being a mother. You know, and that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you have your own kids. Sometimes it's with friends. Sometimes it's with relatives. Sometimes it's with the larger community, you know, but that there's very much an emphasis on that in your chart. Um, but it, Could it, it mean being a like, coach? Absolutely. That could absolutely mean being like a coach. Like protecting and encouraging and championing people like you might your own child? Ab absolutely. See, this is why a dialogue is really helpful, because I wouldn't have thought of that, but I can absolutely see that in this position, especially since you have the planet Mercury, which is about communications, along for the ride with the moon. You know, so you have not just the capacity for this 
mothering energy, but the ability to communicate it as well. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, and again, coaching is not something I would have thought of, you know, but when I see it, you know, in this context and somebody says coaching, I'm like, yes, that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, in, again, in this sector where it is in the chart, um, there would be a lot, a great deal of sort of creativity involved, meaning, you know, you would be doing it your own way. Yeah. Which is good. And the fact that, you know, this, your your emotional energy is very stable, you know, which is perfect for a coach, you know, because you can offer that sort of grounding energy to your clients because they'll trust you, mm-hmm. and they'll 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 sort of you know be inclined you know to go along with what you have to tell them. So yeah, if if you had coaching in mind, that looks like a a fantastic uh, combination for it, you know, along with the exploratory energy I was talking about because that's so much of what coaching is about, you know, is exploring new perspectives, you broadening your horizons, you know, expanding your life and your mind yeah. for new opportunities. So so I can see how these things are working together very uh, beneficially if that's something you uh, felt inclined to do. Does it matter that I'm a twin? No, not at all. No, it has okay. no bearing on your own chart whatsoever. Oh, I mean, sure. it's interesting, and I'm sure there would be interesting things to talk about, but it doesn't really have any bearing on your individual chart. Okay. So, so yeah. So does that does that give you? Am I yes. sort of heading in the right direction here? Good. Mm-hmm. Good. And it's interesting. Uh, your your son, which is sort of like the core of your being in in Aries, which is a fire sign is in the uh, sector of your chart which has to do with kind of your home life and your foundations and your heritage. So um, there's something about, like, it's the the fundamental nature of just going forward. And I think that's what you, if you decided you wanted to be a coach, you'd be doing that with clients as well. It's all about going forward, you know, and exploring. So I can see how this is all working together. Okay. For for stuff like that. Now, um, um, what I was what I what we usually do in these sessions is I sort of give you an overview of 2015 and mm-hmm. like the the energy to expect for 2015. But you know, if you want to talk more about stuff in your chart, I I could do that as well. What, I don't, if it's okay with you, Edna, why don't you, because we'll give you time to ask questions also, but why don't you go ahead and give her the, the kind of overview that you put together for her, yeah. right, Edna? I'm yeah. assuming that that mm-hmm. would be good for you. And then, mm-hmm. Edna, you could ask any question that you want, and we yeah. could go in okay. delve deep, okay? Yes, and I think, you know, questions will come up as I as I go through, you know, what's going on for 2015. Okay. So, um What's interesting about your year is uh, Maria and I are laughing because we've had a run of clients with Jupiter transits. You know, I think every client we've we've had this month and the last month is all about Jupiter transits, and you have a bunch of those too. And Jupiter is sort of what we call the cosmic Santa Claus. Jupiter is uh, what they call a benefic planet, meaning a good guy. He's about gifts. He's about opportunities. He's about positivity and all kinds of stuff like that, and I will get to that. But um, there's more of a bigger thing happening in your chart this year. For 2015, you have a series of what are called outer planet transits. Now, the outer planets are the most far away and the most slow-moving, and they have sort of the slowest and deepest impact. And so there's sort of a backdrop of this profoundly transformational energy going on for 2015 against which are set the helpful Jupiter transits. So this is a really fabulous configuration because, you know, you've got this sort of, you know, fundamental change going on with a lot of help. You know, it's not like you're dangling out in space, you know, trying to fix yourself. You know, there's all kinds of beneficial energy that's going to be happening as well. So I'd like to start with the uh, the farthest out planet, which is Pluto, and uh, these these make the longest transits to your chart, which are, you know, when the planet 
kind of joins up with it in the sky in some way. You know, they go around and around the sky, and they meet with the planets in your own chart where, you know, where they were when you were born. And they, they cause this, you know, concentration of energy. So Pluto, uh, the planet Pluto is all about deep internal transformation. You know, it, it's rooting out the stuff that's holding you back in order to make way for the new. I mean, that, that's, these are fundamental Pluto principles. And uh, I'm kind of what we call a Pluto person myself, so it gives, makes me like pump my fist in the air and go, yay, Pluto. A lot of people aren't that positive about it because they don't want to change. You know, but those of us who work, you know, with LOA, you know, change is the essential process of all life. You know, so we, we, we accept it, we embrace it, and we move ahead with it. So there, there are two things that are happening with Pluto that look like they have to do with um, power struggles, power issues, um, controlling energy. And it may be that, uh, for example, uh, a power struggle in a relationship. Uh, the task might be to find a way to compromise, and by that I mean work together without feeling like you're making an undue sacrifice, you know, if you feel like you're in a power struggle with a relationship. You know, or you may need to consider where you might be trying to control circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, or it may feel like circumstances are trying to control you and you feel trapped. Uh, mm-hmm. This is not necessarily a case where you need to completely surrender, but you need to consider why you feel a need to control or why you need to feel something is trying to control you, you know, or why you feel trapped. You know, and again, this is, you know, right off the bat where the LOA stuff comes in. Mm-hmm. So and then there's another, uh, Pluto is doing, you know, another transit that has to do with uh, where you might be feeling power struggles in your job or your career. You know, another situation where you might feel like someone or some circumstance circumstances trying to control you or block you. You know, transits like this are the very best time to call upon your powers of LOA to cultivate equanimity. You know, that feeling of <clears throat> all is well, I can deal with this, you know, I'm going to find the best approach. Um, and there's extra energy in the month of May for help in clearing out the old to make way for the new. As I was talking about with Pluto transits, it's about you know, deep internal changes, which is often about cleaning stuff out. You know, Pluto often correlates to plumbing. Plumbing problems, you know, um, clogs around the house and stuff like that. So if you find that happening too, that's definitely an indication that on a symbolic, energetic level, things need to be cleaned out. Okay. So, pardon me, I need a sip of water here. Any questions so far, Edna, while Jen's taking her sip of water? No. It, it, does okay. it resonate with you? Um, yes. So far, what I'm, I'm knowing about you, it, it sounds like quite, it's like, wow, you can't make this stuff up, right? It could be more <laughs> dead on. But, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, just, yeah. Jen, when you say about the power struggle and the circumstances making you feel trapped, and, of course, Edna, that's things that, you know, we could work on when it comes to the coaching and the, and the law of attraction and, and any kind of tools that you can use so that you don't feel that way because we always have control over how we feel in any given moment, even though we don't realize sometimes in the heat of moments that we do have control over that. But when you say that, Jen, um, tell me, like, you know, what, el- what else is it saying? Because it said something about power struggle in the job and the career. Um, so does right. it say anything, and I hope, Edna, you don't mind me asking, about, like, even her career and what she's here to do? Oh, that's a good question. Um, yes, uh, there is something. I see an indicator that actually your career is not what you're here to do. I mean, you need a job, you need a career most of the time and stuff like that. But your focus, you know, the the what you're here to do has more to the deep work of what you're here to do doesn't really have to do with material things. It has to do with um, faith and surrender. Ooh, you know, and this oh. is, I, I was... I was hoping to sort of save that for the end because these are really kind of esoteric 
you know, deep things that you really need to, to dialogue about because I can make certain speculations about what I'm seeing. But there are indications, you know, that uh, there's a certain amount of rigidity or an inclination to rigidity, um, a resistance to change, uh, you know, a feeling like there's a, there's a certain way to do things. We've always done it that way, you know, and uh, an inclination towards, like, pickiness and criticalness and, um you know, a lot of that needs to be kind of unloosened, loosened, loosened up, and composted. You know, in order to find your way to um, faith. You know, and again, that's what all this LOA stuff is about: is faith that we're in the right place at the right time, and heading in the right direction. And all we need to do is trust and allow. Now, I have to interject, okay, because, Edna, I am swearing to God I did not say anything to Jen about the NPA that you're doing around faith. I swear to you. She has no indication of that. So when when she just said that, I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) So no no coincidence there that we were were even working on the faith vibe, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's funny. Except and I'm a little concerned even... that when you say it has nothing to do with career, I do need to better understand that because what I'm hoping is, yes, my current career and my past career, but what I was hoping was that I would find, you know, through, you know, I feel like there is, um, I don't even know if I would call it a career, but at least a pursuit, because I'm pretty old mm-hmm. at this point, but at least a pursuit that would be deeply meaningful to me and uplifting and contribute to the world and help people and, you know, as um, a coach potentially of children and their families, but but I was hoping that that would satisfy an urge on my part to really find my mm-hmm. sweet spot and add value right. before I take off and, I don't know, you know, die. Well, absolutely. I'm not saying that that's completely irrelevant. Okay. Um, I'm saying well, that... Well, we jumped the gun a little bit, and you weren't ready to talk about it, but just so you know, the concern right. is... Yeah, I agree that I've always yes. felt that my job is a job, not mm-hmm. a calling and a career, because I keep looking right. for something, and I haven't been able to find it. But I was right. hoping to be able to craft that right. for my future. Yeah, right. And and you absolutely can. And again, I'm not saying that all that stuff is irrelevant, not in the slightest. Um, it's just that above that... But you're right, I don't care about status, I don't care about position, I could care less about the car, I don't care about any of that stuff, which is why I've never really been ambitious in terms of any of the jobs, it's always been more the cause and the people I've been working with. Um, So in that regard, yeah, I couldn't be less interested. Yeah. I I, I mean, (laughs) higher position is just more, more and more. Right. I don't need more and more. Okay. No, and I, I, it's interesting that you say finding the sweet spot in terms of your career because your midheaven, which is the top of the chart, it's the place in your chart that governs the energy of career and your standing in the community and your status, is ruled by Venus, the planet Venus, which rules sweet things. <laughs> it's, just, it's just one of those funny things that you said sweet spot. I'm like, well, there it is. There's the sweet spot in the chart, you know, which is right in the career sector, you know, finding your sweet spot is just right. Mm-hmm. But but right above that is another layer of of stuff that's like even higher than that, you know. And that's where the faith and the surrender comes in, you know. And Got again, and okay. I'm absolutely not saying the career stuff is right. Irrelevant. Maybe it's just layered. I'll find satisfaction in different ways. But, but your absolute, you know, sort of highest target is this faith, faith and surrender stuff. And when I say surrender, I don't mean in that sort of pseudo-Zen way, like, oh, you just have to let go of all attachment, you know, eh, that's not right. You know, but, um, you know, I think Maria can address this better than I can. You know, faith, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, even in, in what we're doing as human beings, you know, in that we're, we're spirits in human form rather than, you know, I'm trying to remember how that phrase goes. It's like we're spirits in human costumes. You know, yeah. we're not just meat puppets, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm, hearing, I'm hearing something even more, um, and Edna, you can tell me if this sounds right, and, and please, Jen, tell me if this makes sense. Yeah. When you say, you know, right after I asked, and I'm so sorry I interjected, but it was just something I was intuiting about right. what you're here to do in the faith and surrender. But, you know, Edna, the faith and surrender, when we kind of learn a certain lesson for ourselves and we grow spiritually in that and we really embody that whole energy of it, it could be that that in itself 
could be what we're here to teach others. You know, like obviously Jen is saying that you do have certain aspects of your chart that would align very well with the coaching and the communicating. And I know for me even, you know, what I'm here to do in terms of the teaching people how to have happiness through adversity, and that's in my chart. And so maybe, just maybe, even with what you're you're envisioning to do, you know, with your future career, it has something to do with faith and surrender, but what you are teaching others as well. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) Yes, I I agree 100%. I was actually thinking along those lines myself of, I mean, that would be my greatest expertise, right? It would be to share what I have learned personally for those who would benefit from it, um, because that's probably (laughs) the only thing I actually know about. (laughs) Yeah, well, we you know many times, like Jen and I were talking about prior to you coming on the call, that had nothing to do with you, but you know about our own personal experiences. In that, you know, sometimes we have these bumps in the road that we're facing, and you know, we all know what those personal bumps are. And but there's a there's some hidden gem in that. It could be the reason why we're here, and what we're if we right. leverage it effectively. Like for me, you know, like Jen even said to me, well, gee, the fact that let's say I was diagnosed with MS back in 2002, there's something I'm like the perfect person or the coach to help somebody through an adversity, especially whether it be because of a health or some challenges or whatnot that are physical, mental, etc. Because I, I've been there, I know what to do from a mental standpoint, you know, and I'm here and I love it. I'm like teaching. I mean, that was one of the first things after the, the, the initial reaction. First things that I was like, oh my God, like I really wanted to hop into that role of helping others do what I was doing to still have a very joyous life. And so I see that for you because there's so much you're experiencing and you have this gift that you can also transfer to other people so that they feel empowered even though despite whatever challenges that they're facing. And so I just wanted to share that that with you. Okay. Make sense? Yes. Okay. Well, and I have to add this is so funny. The, the the place in your chart where this deeply spiritual stuff is coming up is in the sector of communications, like communicating it to other people, like you were just saying. So, you know, again, I'm not making this stuff up. It's right there. And I was going to say something about that. But, you know, you never know. It could take many different aspects. And often I feel like I'm just speculating. You know, but when you say that, you know, there it is. It's right in the chart. It's about communicating faith. You know, mm-hmm. but of course, it's it's finding your own first before you can communicate it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, so, so I was I actually think... thinking of writing a book and launching some kind of forum to bring people <laughs> together and share stories of either inspiration or hope, or just devices that might you know give people something to look forward to, and having a very diverse group of people. So I think communication is is a key thing. You could absolutely do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm seeing a whole bunch of stuff in your chart that looks like, you know, if you wanted to write a book, go for it. You know, especially mm-hmm. about this topic. It, it's well, the so weird thing is, like, there are some things that have happened to me that I can say literally every single person that I have told, even just a glimpse, all they get is, like, a little tiny glimpse of what was going on. They all start crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. made everybody cry, and I'm like, wow, that's like one millionth of the story. I have I only told you a five-minute episode, so it's interesting. Okay, I want to hear yeah. more of this, so I'll stop talking. Okay, good. Well, again, again, this thing we're talking about is deeply, deeply spiritual, and not in any kind of religious sense, but just in terms of your connection with the universe, you know, with your higher self and all that stuff. And it's cultivating. Obviously, you have an inclination towards it, which is excellent. You know, but it's, it's all about cultivating that, that deep spirituality. So, yay. I, God, I feel like we're really on the right track here. So, so now, um, another one of those outer planet transits, and this is another Pluto transit, with, transit, which is about deep transformation, but this one is really helpful. Uh, Pluto is making what we call a harmonious aspect with your moon, the seat of your emotions we were just talking about. And um, that is sort of about establishing or, or being able to establish, you know, maybe for the first time, you know, a, a strong emotional foundation, you know, which would be the foundation, you know, for your spiritual development. You know, so there's a lot of, a lot of energy for, let me see what I wrote down here. Um, oh, oh, a time of heightened intuition 
and emotional insight. A year of emotional breakthroughs. Energy is available for coping with emotional issues that may arise. You might find others are impressed by your depth of feeling, like you were just talking about, and psychological wisdom paving the way for greater emotional satisfaction in your personal relationships. The focus of energy on children and creative projects, a good year to go deep. Okay. Okay. So that, that ties in with what we were just talking about. You know, and that's in play for the whole year. It'll peak in February and June and December, but it's really it's in play the whole year. So that that's another sort of it's like a deep well of inspiration for you and potential for breakthroughs. How cool is that? Yeah. Yeah. Now, based on her chart, where can Edna get in her way in the way of her own self? Oh, that's a good question. Um, probably, uh, there's a, a great deal of high energy, fire, fire energy, you know, which wants to act all the time. It's like, go, 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 uh, like too much Red Bull. In fact, there's a transit coming up where I wrote, this is like a too much Red Bull transit, you know. So perhaps an inclination to want to do too much or take on too many things. You know, and just sort of be in that forward gear all the time. You know, and when we're talking about spirituality, you know, you need some downtime for reflect and to, you know for reflection, digestion, and sort of, you know, kind of sifting through all this stuff as well. So that, you know, without knowing too much about you, is sort of where I see, um, you know, where you need to pay attention. Okay, it's just trying trying to do too much. You know, because so many things interest you. You know, it's just like, oh, there's a whole world out there to explore. Ah, you know, but, but, you know, you will need to sort of refine your focus at some point, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, but we don't, we don't want to sort of tame that energy completely because it's who you are, mm-hmm. you know. But I think the task is finding the best way to use it productively, mm-hmm. you know. I wish I had energy like that. I'm sort of the opposite. I'm kind of like a fairly lethargic person. So, so oh. I see a chart like that. I'm like, oh, just give some of that to me. I could use a little. Bit. <laughs> 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 it's like well, I have a lot of mental pursuits. But. And and I think that when you have that type of energy, which we know obviously, and and you do, the key is that you always have to come back to that energy that you wanted to bring in the session about grounded, you always have to come back to grounding yourself. And in other words, Rome wasn't built in a day, as we know. Um, And and it's just a, there's so much, there's so much in your mind. There's so much go, 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 got to do. Remember, we talked about that all or nothing kind of thing. It's like, got to do. But at the same time, you have to trust, have the faith that if you just take the inspired action steps, Right here, right now, that are that you're being called to do right at the second that that's feasible for you to do, and they're just the baby steps that are taking you to that very big, bold vision that it's different from the way anybody else does. No coincidence there that you attracted me as your coach because that's that's me to a T. You could ask Jen about that. I mean, so bottom line is you have to just continue to use techniques that bring you back to grounding that doesn't mean you can't have the big vision that doesn't mean that you can't right. do so much but sometimes you get you can get ahead of yourself which yeah. is of course going to make you feel overwhelmed well, stressed i think um the idea is I, I think one of my you know things that i i'm very aware of and i i can't afford is i don't i can't burn out or burn up and that mm-hmm. can happen the right. intensity can get even myself, like I just feel, you know, like I, I can't keep doing this, and yet I have to keep doing it. And so I think okay. it's important to manage. Now, can I, Jen? Can I just ask you? I mean, one of the things that I've been questioning because I don't have that faith a hundred percent, you know, comprehensively all throughout my experience throughout the day. Of course. Um, I get this urge, like, and I'm actually pretty happy that every now and then, and more often than before, I'm getting these periods of feeling like, you know, this is this 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 is gonna happen for me or this could really happen for me, which before it was zero. Yeah. But the the idea that like Maria just mentioned is I mean, and is there anything in my chart to indicate that my impact could be really 
big? I mean, yes, deep and meaningful maybe to a few people, but could it be big? Like, could I go big? Like, could it be over time through this work that I figure out, whatever it is, could I really make a big impact? Like, could lots of people, like maybe a whole community or a whole country, not every single person in the country, but you know what I mean, like have like some kind of really significant impact on the way people think about a certain thing or the way that they treat others in terms of certain areas? Perception well, it's five. interesting. Go ahead. That was it. Just, I mean, because every now and then, like, that's where I go. That's that all or nothing. But also, it just also feels like that's where it's going to go. And, and I just want to yeah. check that. Like, is that delusional? I don't want to have delusions of grandeur. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, uh, your chart doesn't indicate that's a possibility. In fact, just the opposite. Um, okay. Uh, and, and I'm not sure where to look for something like, you know, big impact. I mean, I, I'd, have to, I'd have to think about that a little bit. Um, there's no indications um, that you're meant to be sort of, you know, sitting by the fireside and humble all the time, not in the slightest. You know, you're really, you know, there's a lot of energy for getting out into the world there. You know, so when you said important. her charts not, doesn't indicate that, what were you referring to, just to clarify? Well, sort of where the planets are in the chart and the general energy of them. And the, the, again, the general energy of your chart is very um, fire-oriented, which is about action, you know, which is about doing stuff out in the world, you know, especially with the Sagittarius rising. That's the very exploratory, philosophical, uh, seeking truth, you know, which is which is all about you know the world and what happens in it. You know, so mm-hmm. it's not, this is not a scholarly chart. You know, for somebody kind of, you know, uh, scrolled away in a monastery copying manuscripts or anything like that. Definitely not. You know, what they call a. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word for it. Uh, but we'll get to that. But you know, you're not meant to be sort of you know in a, in a university somewhere. You know. Blow, you know, you're meant to be out the world. Okay, so here, let me just state something. You know, your your question yeah. to Jen was, could I make a big impact? Now, I think what I got from Jen is, it's not just like, you know, what was that? She said, she said just the opposite. Well, no, 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 no. No. No, um, you, no the opposite was, uh, no, you're not inclined towards delusions of grandeur. Oh, no, she was, oh, that's oh, right. Oh, oh, okay. No, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I want to clarify because I got a sense yeah. that you Thank were you. feeling that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, now, wait. Like, I, gotta, I got a coach. I got a yeah. coach. Oh, I'm coach. sorry. Coach. I have to. Oh. Okay, so, Edna. Oh. Yes. Could I make a big impact? That question. Yes. That comes from, I mean, clearly, you know, Jen has told you in your chart you're about going out there into the world, doing it your own way, being different from everybody else. There's this whole communication. There's the faith and surrender. All the pieces are actually right there in terms of what you're here to do and and the fact that you're doing it your own way, which clearly from working with you just even for this brief time, I know – you're going to do it your own way, and it's very different from everybody else, and you're going to pave the way. But the question of could I make a big impact comes down to do you believe you can make a big impact? Do you see yourself making a big impact? Do you have that? uh, It's it's almost like the inward, that, that feeling. You know it. See, I think you know it, and that comes down to a confidence thing because you know it. You know just from what you have right now, what you've been given a gift all the gifts you've been given from Aaliyah, that's a gift, that's a huge gift, to just what you have within you, you have what it takes to make the big impact. But in asking the question, it's actually saying to me as the coach, do I have the confidence, do I believe that I can make this big impact? You do have what it takes to make the big impact, but the belief, the confidence, the faith, those are all the things that have to be amped up. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. and to make it clear, Jen was saying that the opposite of you do not have delusions of grandeur. <laughs> you know, you, it's not delusion. I don't want to have delusions of grandeur. <laughs> okay, you don't. You well, don't. And in, okay. in fact, you could use a little bit of that. You could use well, that's a little exactly, bit of So that's why I'm grandeur. starting to grapple with now. I'm starting to get these glimpses and these feelings like, oh, my God, this could be yeah. really big. And then I think, Good. 
am I making that up? Like, no, yeah. see, that's the thing. Have you ever heard Abraham Hicks or the, the teachings of Abraham and Law of Attraction say that um, the best thing you could do is be delusional to your advantage? In other words, if you're delusional <laughs> to your advantage, you can actually create, create uh, and manifest yeah. that delusion. So, talk, see, I yeah. think delusion yeah, I get gets it. a bad rap, okay? Yeah. yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Well, let's hear more. Let's hear more. Okay, well, so interesting. We're talking about faith and communicating and spirituality and all that stuff. Um, the next outer planet transit I wanted to talk about is the planet Neptune. And Neptune is about consciousness, spirituality. Uh, it can also be about um, art, art forms that include images like filmmaking and dance. And it's also about poetry and stuff like that. So it's all tied together. But the planet Neptune again, I want to emphasize consciousness and spirituality, is going to be making a harmonious aspect with the planet uh, Mercury, which is all about communications. So we've got that idea of communicating spirituality again. And this is going to be uh, peaking in March and September, but it's going to be in play the whole year. And uh, a harmonious aspect between Neptune, the planet also of divine access, and Mercury, the planet of communication, Keep your inner and outer ears open for messages from your higher self. Pay attention especially to dreams. Mm. Children and creativity may be the focus of energy here because they're happening in that sector of your chart. A very good time to incubate or set intentions for helping and healing dreams. Neptune is all about the Oh, my God. I love hearing that. I love hearing that. <laughs> wow. And yeah. healing That's... dreams. Marie, did you just hear that? Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> That's Neptune Mercury. You get the, the spirituality and the dreams, you know, and the Neptune, which is about communications. And this is about communications from the divine, you know, which includes dreams. You know, is it internal? Mm. Is it external? Nobody knows. It doesn't matter. Wherever it's coming from, it's the stuff that's coming from beyond, mm-hmm. you know, wherever it's coming from. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and again, that's peaking in March and September, but it's in play the whole year. So if you ever wanted to try to incubate a healing dream, this is it's fun to try any time, but there will be extra energy for it this year. Mm. Well, and again, that's... Being to make a big impact, and then all those kids that I was hoping and people that I was hoping to help, you know, I was thinking of flipping right. lives like you flip a house. You know, there's all right. this potential. Oh, wow. There's all this potential that's for various reasons getting blocked and, you know, just through the power of perspective and social prejudice basically, um, can get right. can get flipped. So why don't you share with Jen, because I didn't really share anything about you, because that wouldn't, I, I would never do that. So why don't you just share with Jen whatever you feel comfortable with in terms of what you're referring to and what you're seeing in terms of how you want to make a difference in this world, because I think that might help, and who knows, it might spark something else that Jen sees in your chart. So if, if you're yeah. feeling comfortable with that, why don't you do that? Yeah. Um, just very quickly, um, I am, um, so I always, my whole life, just assumed I'd have a big family. I have four other siblings, and I thought that I would have a family of the same size. And then as I got older, I scaled down to three kids. But then I got really old, and I realized, oh, my gosh, I have to hurry up to do this. Um, So I'm a single mom of a child who is um, severely disabled. Um, Mm -hmm. She's beautiful. She's a genius. She is radiantly, I mean, she's just literally my pride and joy. I mean, I could not have won the lottery more than received this yeah. child. Um, yeah. And I've learned so much from her. I recognize that, you know, and what I, I didn't know initially, it took a, you know, it's just by going through various experiences that, one, we have a hard life. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, my God, this is this is hard work. Physically, yeah. it's it's very intense, but also emotionally, it's difficult. And looking forward, I realize that I am going to have to 
I shouldn't say this definitively, but it feels to me I'm constantly recalibrating for her other people's perception of her. She can't talk, she can't walk, yeah. she can't feed herself, yep. she, she can't do all these things. And yet I know inside her she, she has an exceptional gift that she is going to share with the world somehow. I, that is true. That is going to happen. Right. Um, so... That's part of the thing I started to think was well, if we're experiencing this and people are basically even ripping us off at times, just the way the system is, is created. Someone tried to sell me a $6,000 toy that only needed to be 600 and never told me that there were other options. So I'm feeling like if that's true for us, um, it's got to be true for other people. And, I, and then I found uh, out that less than 50% of kids with no cognitive deficits at all never get a job because nobody thinks – much of them and would even go through the process of considering them as employees. That's disgusting. Right. right. So yeah. anyway, so some of this is thinking to myself, can I lift all those people up? Can I break through for them so that they can feel meaningfully a part of our world and be appreciated mm. for the gifts that they have? Because of course they each do. Of course yeah. they do. Why is it only their parents that see that? And sadly not even maybe both. I also discovered that the divorce rate for any parent who has a severely disabled, not even severely, just any kind of disabled kid is 90%. Yeah. 90% people can't function with this kind of stress. So um, anyway, that's a little bit of it. But it goes beyond that. It really does. I mean, yes, any kind of physical impairment, but also anyone who, like me, has a mental impairment that has just squelched a lot of these, you know, sort of... um, Feelings of, you know, of not going big because the way I was brought up, you know, I was always told don't get too big for your britches, right? Like I was right, told that right. a bazillion times. Yep. So even yep. thinking big was squashed. Um, yeah. And I think that idea of dreams, which to me is such a precious concept, and I feel so yeah. in, that's such a, a special thing to have a dream, not to be afraid of it and to, you know, be so afraid of it, you don't even tell anybody, including yourself, what the dream is, because you don't want anyone to knock it down or bust it up, right? Which mm-hmm. right. happens so very quickly. There's some something is starting to get cultivated around this idea of breaking free and really trying to teach people and give the same people hope, like you know, teach them that they can think higher of themselves that's okay, and to teach the world to think higher of them as well and to give them hope along the way through perspectives that nobody is sharing with me but I know exist in terms of breakthrough research and adaptive devices and, you know, so that's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I think this is what we were talking about uh, in the exploratory aspect of your chart, you know, in the very forward thinking, uh, almost revolutionary ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, and the focus of it in your chart, again, is in the fifth house, which is about children, you know, that sector of your chart. And the two planets there are the moon, which is not just motherhood, but also children, and Mercury, which also sort of generally represents children. So the focus is very much on children, you know, and creativity, you know, creative approaches. Well, what I hear from children is potential, and that's what really resonates with me, that that untapped or unrealized or undeveloped potential, and you could be a child at 50. So, I mean, to me, this idea (laughs) that's very strong for me is fulfilling potential for people, like, and helping the world move forward in in really not making these snap judgments just by, you know, what you see in front of you, particularly if the person can't speak well, um, which is our case, may never be able to have a conversation like we're having, but has, I would say, probably far more valuable things to say, right? You don't get, you don't get credit just per wor- words per minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you know, I wanted to share, Edna, that, you know, in doing even with the actual segment of, you know, helping children even or people with the disabilities to fulfill their potential, right? In doing that, I just want to share this you will, by by helping them to actually step into their power, to give them the hope that you want to embark on them, you will actually
actually be, it's kind of like the trickle effect. You will, a ripple effect, if you will, that you're going to be changing other people's perceptions too. In other words, you don't necessarily have to, you can go out there and, and talk to people trying to change the perception of the world on people like Aaliyah, but that doesn't necessarily mean you have to do it directly. See, by yeah. you doing and helping those people, you are going to be making a difference because people are going to go, wait a second. Look at this person and what they're doing. They're freaking amazing. Oh, my God. You know, and then they start changing their perception of what that means. And so I just wanted to share that because sometimes I, I think that you might think, okay, well, I got to go, I got to, you know, do this and this and this and I got to, but you'll be reaching. Think of the ripple effect yeah. of what you'll be starting to do. And it, it, you don't necessarily have to go at it directly. I just wanted to share no, that. No, I know exactly what you mean because just last night, and that's what I think I emailed you, I was doing some, quote, research. I was watching these videos, and one of the videos that I was really moved by is exactly that. A small act then inspires the person that sees it to do another small act, which inspires the next person to do another. And the whole video right. was just this sort of one small act carried throughout you know, all the people that it, you know, one by one. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. And also that's where I think um, everything gets released, because it didn't feel comfortable for me to say, I'm going to take on talking to a million people. Like, I don't, right. that's not where my energy, I, I don't get uplifted by that. I feel exhausted by that. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Exactly. I don't mind if a million people, you know, tune into a video I have or read my book, but I don't want to be the one directly, one-on-one, you know, doing right. 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 All right. I can see that. I can see that. Right. Now, now, interesting that you're talking about something that runs along the lines of kind of radical transformation, you know, in our perception of, let's say, for example, uh, disabled kids. Because the, the last outer planet transit I wanted to talk to is the planet Uranus, which is all about radical transformation. This is cutting edge, bleeding edge, out in the world, like bolt of lightning making a difference. And it's going to be making a harmonious aspect with your, um, your, your Mars, your planet Mars, which is all about your, your will, your focused action, your physical body. And it has the potential for kind of a fun roller coaster ride, but it's also about kind of radical breakthroughs. And this is this is uh, there's a focus of energy of this in April. You may find surprising, unexpected um, physical energy boosts, increased self confidence, maybe seemingly out of nowhere. You know, I think this is where the delusions of grandeur come in, that you can tap into productively. Uh, potential mm-hmm. for breakthroughs possibly as a result of the Neptune uh, Mercury activity of the previous month I was just talking about. Um, and uh, this can bring a good balance of assertion and flexibility together. There's excellent energy for achieving goals and realizing ambitions. You know, so that's where, again, you know, tapping into your delusions of grandeur appropriately, you know, there's focused energy for this this year in April. April especially. I mean, it's in play the whole year, but it's going to peak going to peak in April. So the planet, again, the planet Uranus is all about those kind of breakthroughs that you're talking about, the radical transformations, changing perspectives. Mm-hmm. So it's all it's all in play this year. It's like your 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 feelings, you know, the the things you're sort of focusing on are are what's going on. So you're sort of right in tune with where you're supposed to be. Mm. Sounds like to me. Sounds like a good time to be working on all this, Edna. <laughs> yeah, except I wasn't going to launch for like two years. So, but I think working it okay. out is 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 the first step. So yeah. Well, it doesn't all have to be done this year. This is where you this is this year is where you sort of lay the foundations for it in order to launch it later okay. on. Okay. Yeah, but this is when the ideas come, when the breakthroughs come, you know, when there's energy for kind of your own personal transformation, which will lead the way to the Got rest it. of the rest of this stuff. So let you me know. ask and you, that, like, it, your overall yeah. impression of this chart. My guess is, I mean, there's nobody that you do a chart for. You just think, ugh, there's not much going on here. This person is <laughs> right, like. 
Like, no, that's true. I mean, everybody's got potential, right? Or no, you're like, mm, yeah. this one's going to be tough. Well, well I'm going to no, wait. No, I'm no, gonna... no, everybody's got potential. Everybody's got potential, but I will say one thing. We recently did one. Um, remember for Liz, Jen, that basically was um, she yeah. kind of had a very quiet year. Kind of <laughs> the whole year was like she was not yeah. being affected negatively by necessarily planets of yeah. overwhelm, but it, there was nothing overwhelmingly exciting happening. There was no right. pop, no transformations, no deep this, no deep that. It was kind of like right. Jen had to really search deep into her chart <laughs> to find something. Okay, so Got it. Got it. it doesn't okay. necessarily mean about, like yeah. how does mine like like compare like what you know is this kind of like um I just wanted to get a little bit oriented in terms of what I'm hearing and what exists in the realm of charts. You know what I mean? Oh well, everybody's chart has potential as far as I'm. T- I tend towards the optimistic. I want to see the best, you know, potential in somebody's chart. But again, yours has so much energy and so much forward motion, you know, and and there's the possibility for, you know, a radical transformation right up in your kind of career sector up there too. And with the focus of energy being on sort of children and creativity and that whole thing, it just sort of aligns with what you feel like you want to do. Well, my job right now is fundraising for the Children's Hospital. Oh. Mm-hmm. I like Children's Hospital. That's really interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's what I yeah. do every day. Wow, is support children. Well, that's interesting because I know <laughs> I know fundraising has a lot to do with um, uh, public relations and being personable and yeah, being I write about three hundred reports a year. Because <laughs> I work with our development people where I work too, so you know I know them really well and what goes on. And you have Libra right at the top of your chart. And I cannot think of a better place for Libra in the chart of somebody who raises money because it's all about relating to people. Oh. You know, and Venus, Venus, which rules Libra, is also all about money. So there's there's the fundraising aspect of it right there yeah. in your chart. There means this. And again, I never would have come up with that just looking at your chart. You know, but mm-hmm. when you say, Well, I, I'm a fundraiser for a children's hospital, I go, Well, there it is, right in the chart. Mhm. Yeah. So, you know, in, in answer to your question, Edna, you know, everybody, you know, Jen tends to want to look at charts and see what's there in terms of the potential. She will also share the planets that, like she said to you um, before, that, you know, um, you needed to work on the whole faith and surrendering and not be so restless and whatnot. So there's things that she can see where you could stand in your way, but at the same time she airs on the, okay, here's the potential in the chart. Yeah. However... Right. Everybody's potential is in some kind of a different arena, or like not right. everybody. She's not going to say to everybody, "Oh, well, there's deep spiritual stuff in the sector of communicating." You know what I mean? Like uh, that's not exactly. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's unique to, to you. No, that's okay. unique to you. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Because yeah, I'm looking at a picture of where the planets were when you were born, and honestly, astrologers don't really know how this affects us. We just know that it does. Yeah. And so, you know, we, we work with, you know, the energy that we can see in your chart. So, so yes, no, I wasn't making that up. I'm, I'm looking at, you know, exactly where symbolism is happening in your chart. And, and any other astrologer would probably see something similar because, you know, there are certain symbols that go with certain planets, a certain language. You know, there's a, it's, it's like learning a new language. You know, yeah. and they're very. That's the reason we can do this because there are common experiences with each of the planets. You know that people have been studying for the last six thousand years. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it sounds pretty exciting. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so this, is, this is going to be a good year. Now, Jen, was there anything that you saw that you wanted to share with Edna on the chart? Or is the, and, and I would like you to do me one favor. If you yeah. remember how you, like, write down, because I've heard, I, I was taking notes for Edna as well, but, you know, you mentioned certain times, okay, this is going to peak in April or this is going to peak in March or whatever. If you could just summarize that at the end, you know, because just looking over your notes and saying where you mentioned actual months of things. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. then also going back to what Edna wanted, which was her intention for the session, you know, remember the first thing she said at the beginning, and she said, well, I want a better understanding of who I am, what I'm made of, you know, feeling grounded and confident. So, Edna, where are you at with that? Does this, did this give you a better understanding of who you are, what you're made of, and, 
you know, the grounded, confident piece. Yeah, I mean, I think it does. I mean, I guess the good news is there wasn't really anything new, but I've never heard it put together like this, and I, I think it's a very different experience when you hear one idea after the other that just hits the mark, hits the mark, hits the mark, right. hits the mark, so that by the time you're done, you're like, oh, I guess this is who I am. Yeah. 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 So sometimes what is most useful is a confirmation of what you're feeling. You know, and it looks like, you know, what you want to do is in alignment with what I'm seeing in your chart. You know, so you're sort of absolutely on the right track. Mm -hmm. Great. Okay, great. So what was, if you could just kind of highlight those months you mentioned and what's happening. uh, Well, uh, the stuff, the outer planet transits are going on all year. Uh, the the ones where you want to work on the the power issues, you know, or where you're feeling stuck or controlled, I would say um, January, August, and October, and March and May. Okay. Yeah. And what? And there was other stuff in terms of leveraging the energy. I think you said something about oh. April. Yeah, April. I, oh, April was the planet uh, Uranus uh, affecting your natal Mars. So that's that's where you get the unexpected energy boost and the increased self confidence and um, breakthroughs out of nowhere. That's in April. That's in April. So that's okay. the time to keep your ears open, you know, for things that may feel or seem really radical. You can go with them because radical is the direction you you seem to be inclined to go in. <laughs> And, and keep in mind, and the two, you know, Jen mentioned something about in the beginning this the Jupiter, and, and I happened to the Jupiter energy is like way crazy, like on steroids on my chart. And she was saying Jupiter yeah. kind of feels like a a cosmic Santa Claus, if you will. And so she said that was going on in conjunction with the other stuff. So keep in mind, remember we talked about, you know, feeling like you have support. You always yeah. have the support of the universe. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that that helps you to also. Um, improve your faith and your confidence because when you know and you trust and you have the faith that you know the universe has your back like you just do what you're you're here to do you just follow your inspired actions you just make how you feel and how good you feel your number one priority and when you do that the universe will kind of respond in kind the universe is there it's almost like it gives you that like jen just said extra boost it's there. Right. It's like I've always, I always heard yeah. us people in the law of attraction community saying, you take one inspired action forward, you take the one step forward, and the universe will push you ten more steps. Because right. you, know, you have that power behind you. Mm-hmm. So just I just wanted to say that as well, because that yeah, helps yeah. with faith and confidence and trust. Right. And I just want to give you a little tidbit for my notes because it's so funny what we were talking about with the delusions of grandeur. In August, there's energy where there's a task. Finding a way to balance practicality and common sense with dreaming big. Keep your feet on the ground and your head in the clouds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so those feelings you're having are, are right in line with what's going on. So I just thought that was funny. Yeah, that is. Well, no, but also, you know, recently I've been listening a lot to Alicia Keys' um, Girl on Fire, and that's exactly the lyric, almost word for word, where her feet are on the ground. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Not back in See, I tell you, you can't make this stuff up. Yeah. So you have any questions for us, uh, Edna? Do, would you like any a little bit more coaching around something, or do you feel like you're pretty good to go? Well, I think there's stuff for us to follow up on, but I mean, sure. Um, I I would say my only question is, um, Jen, are you noticing anything that you didn't get a chance to touch on that maybe we don't have time to fully discuss, but you just wanted to quickly run through in terms of these uh, well, energies? Are- well, yes. Uh, against the background of these powerful, long-lasting outer planet transits, Maria was just mentioning, you have a great deal of Jupiter pla- uh, transits coming up too. And most of them are very harmonious, which means there's lots of help available for you. And sometimes Jupiter is about outright gifts, things that just fall in your lap. Uh, But often it's about opportunities. And uh, when an opportunity comes your way, you know, seizing it and making the most of it. 
Okay. Yeah, so it could be both of those things, too. It's, it's gifts and opportunities. And there's a lot of Jupiter stuff going on as well. So there should be, again, you know, gifts and opportunities. Oh, oh, and hold on. There's one month where I said uh, consider buying a few lottery tickets. Oh, December. I mean, don't spend the rent money on lottery tickets, but, you know, two or three. December, because uh-huh. you've got a Jupiter, Jupiter-Pluto coming up, which is huge, huge in December. So uh, buy a couple of lottery tickets. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll try to remember that. Maybe I'll write it down. <laughs> right well, again. you're going to get the recording, so you can also oh, listen right. to yeah. this again. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. you know, what's great about it is, obviously, since um, we're working together, you could ask me any questions, even in regard to this during the coaching. And also, if you have any questions that are very astrological in nature, you know, Jen is very happy to address sure. any questions, too, so you could send them to me, and then I, I'll forward them to Jen. Right. Okay. That's fine. We'll do. That's fine. All right. So how are you feeling right now? Tell me the vibe. Well, I think like what Jen said, I feel like maybe I'm actually, you know, I really am on track and all these questions and, and, you know, this, this plan for the future seems to be happening exactly as it's supposed to be happening. Yay. (laughs) That is so cool. I love it. All right, and on a scale of 1 to 10, feeling grounded, confident, where are you? 10 being very grounded, 1 being not, where are you? Oh, yeah, no, I'd say 10. I think you you nailed, like, everything you were saying. I was like, wow. I mean, there were a couple <laughs> things that literally made me stop and go, wait, what? But, uh... <laughs> awesome. That makes that sense. That is awesome. Too, so. We like to we we like to to have you stop and go. Oh my God! I know. <laughs> so, I know. Like, all right, we're well, creepy, right? While you're like, still whoa. on. What was that? Yeah. What was that? It says verging on creepy, almost right? Like whoa! Yeah. yeah. And this yeah. is the most this is this is the most basic astrology. This isn't even any kind of like depth astrology or past life stuff or anything like that. Mm-hmm. This is the most basic kind of just looking at the the planetary transits, you know, what's coming up for the year. So, I mean, imagine how deep you can go. Uh-huh. Yeah, Jen and I will be doing stuff with other people where let's say somebody comes to you and says, well, I just want to focus on career, and I want to focus on getting clarity around this, this, and this, and this. You know, and then it's like you go even deeper. But, you know, what right. Jen did was now just the – and I, to me, I'm just going to say, Jen, obviously you went deeper than the basic astrology from what you just read in the paper because to right. me it's pretty deep what you just did. But, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, lots of good stuff for you, Edna, lots of good stuff. You are on track, and um, I feel a really good a good energy energy for you this coming year so oh, great. well thank you so much Jen. oh you're right. welcome it was my pleasure now i'm going to while you're just on the line let me just end the recording to make sure everything um did well and here we- hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus